Hello everyone, and this is Ryan, your team manager, coming to you with another week of the Palliative and Infusion Huddle. The purpose of these huddles is to provide you with tidbits, information, and education that you can integrate into your weekly practice. Now let's get started. Welcome, Nicole Clyde, to the team. We are so happy to have you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me or any other member of the team. We're here to help you through your journey of orientation. Moving on to the next topic of infusion consents and other documentation. I have nothing to say, but job well done. <laughs> Round of applause for the team. Thank you so much. Keep it up. Nomnox, who? All Medicare and Medicare Advantage patients should get one when at least 48 hours prior to discharge. Please make sure that they have these. Make sure that it's signed, it's dated. It's very important that we do this. I really would like to keep our appeals down to a minimum slash none. Thank you. Scheduling. So we reviewed this last week. I want to review it again. Basically, it's how the scheduler should contact you and the time frame in getting back to her or him. Calls returned within 15 minutes. If possible, I understand. And you can have your hands in a wound. You can be doing a pick, uh, pick line dressing change or drawing labs. Very difficult to answer your phone. Try to at least text back when you have a moment. If the scheduler doesn't hear from you within 15 minutes, he or she will text you. And if no reply within 30 minutes, he or she will then email and recall you. And if no reply within an hour, then the manager will be notified, AKA me. And then I will reach out to you, obviously in a friendly manner, just seeing what's up, making sure you're okay. Uh, we do actually worry about you, believe it or not. And so if we don't hear from you, we do start to worry if something happened, um, even though we know that you're probably in a patient's home. But we do actually care. S-Drives. Folder name is the Infusion Palliative Team, once you go into your S-Drive. In the S-Drive, there are a couple of different subfolders. One of them is called PenChart. And then you go into PenChart, and you'll see Education Tip Sheets. There will be another folder for Infusion and another one for Home Care Plus Palliative. There are over 15 different tip sheets that I've created. They vary from topics such as med list, care plans, resumption of care PowerPoint, how to create an addendum, how to add visit strings, how to bulk out visits. They're all there. I can always create more educational tip sheets. Let me know. Also, there are PowerPoints that we have gone over, as in the most recent one, the M1033A that Sherry Reed went over. Uh, if you have any questions regarding that, please remember to reach out to me, reach out to Sherry. We can always do another educational uh, meet. I think we'll probably do one in July anyway, just to, as a refresher. There's also uh, another PowerPoint that Sherry went over regarding discharge tips. Uh, so be on the lookout for more education to come from the OASIS refresh committee as they're working on different uh, topics to touch base with every team across Penn Medicine at home. Confirming your visits, chemo hookups and takedowns. So recently we had a couple of issues. You saw my email. Just wanted to reiterate, it's very, very important, no matter whether you're the case manager or not, if you are in the home doing a chemo hookup, or taking down a chemo, it's really important that you look at the schedule, 
look, talk to the patient, ask them when their next clinic date is, make sure that it corresponds to what's on the schedule, and make sure that the patient is either set up for a hookup if they typically get hooked up at home, and that there's a subsequent takedown either 24 to 46 hours after their hookup, depending on how long their 5-FU runs for, and if they typically only get seen for the chemo takedowns, making sure that their clinic appointment is on the schedule, and then that then we schedule a takedown uh, accordingly based on their 5-FU uh, duration. Again, it does not matter if you're the case manager or not. If you're in the home, do that. It really goes a long way. The patients appreciate it because you're confirming visits. It's on the schedule, and it just closes the loop on the care that we give. It's a wonderful thing. Long infusions, also known as high-dollar infusions, money, money, those big ones. Confirm the next visit while you're in the home. Ensure the visit is on the schedule. Adjust it. Adjust the visit if you need to, and then email FIT and the scheduling team. Any questions regarding this process, please let me know. I'm more than happy to create a little workflow if needed. If people want a little reminder, maybe we can even create some badge buddies. Uh, I heard that badge buddies are pretty inexpensive. So if there's anything that you think would be worth creating a little badge buddy and put a little placard, um, similar to the HITS badge buddy that we created, just let me know. We can definitely create something that's double-sided and do a little process map or something for some of these different items or even a little tip sheet for uh, Oasis versus non-Oasis documentation. Um, I think that these are all, you know, things that we can work on. If you have that idea, let me know. We can work on it together. Wounds. Jenna is our wound person slash consults, concierge, WOCN, you name it, she does it. So call, email Jenna with any wound questions. Ask her for a consult on wounds that you think look a little funny, you're not sure. Same thing goes for stomas new stoma not a bad idea to have jenna come out and take a look at it okay um even though you know what you're doing again it just another, another fresh pair of eyes looking at the stoma you know can offer different um different resources um so feel free please reach out to jenna she loves it i love it it's a wonderful thing patients love it we all love it so um and then more importantly, measuring wounds. So again, we want to make sure that we're measuring our wounds. Um, this is a really, really big, uh, important thing. Wound measurements should occur on admission all the time, without a doubt. They should occur weekly on Wednesdays, wound Wednesdays, and they should occur when you're doing the resumption of care. Okay? Um, just remember, it's really important, right? Patient is coming on service. If they have baseline wounds, we want to measure them. We want to see where they are because then we want to be able to track that. And later when they get discharged, we can show that they've resolved based on the care that we've provided. Also, if for some reason there are issues with the resolving of the wound, we can look back and we can trend the measurements. Physicians can look back. They can look at the measurements. Uh, if the physician is not within the pen system, then anyone can really, myself or Jen or anyone can look at the wounds and they can look at the assessments and look at the measurements and we can show the progression of the measurements and then provide that data to the physician uh, slash to a wound clinic. And we can say, hey, look, these are the these, these are the progressions of the wounds. This is the the trend. You know, this is what we're doing. You know, I think we need X, Y, and Z. This is our recommendation moving forward. Okay, so we can get um, the team on board. So it's really, really important that we get wound measurements done on admission, rock, and weekly. Wednesdays, wound Wednesdays, let's remember that. Um, any questions regarding this, let me know. Please feel free to reach out to me. Also, there's going to be a tip sheet that Jeff is working on uh, along with Jenna. Thank you guys for working on this. 
Uh, so be on the lookout for that. It's going to be a nice little um, tidbit of uh, information with resources for patients that have stomas um, and just basically ordering of supplies, et cetera. So I think this will be a little great tool. It kind of already exists. We're just refreshing and we're going to put that out there to everyone. Uh, once it's all done, we're going to you know do some education. All right. Again, I'm always looking for topics to cover during our weekly huddles. If you have any topic, if you want some, if you want to talk me to talk about something, if you want to be a guest speaker and talk about something on our weekly huddles, please feel free to reach out to me. More than happy to have you on the show. More than happy to talk about anything that you want to talk about because, again, these huddles are for you. And so we want to make sure that you're getting the most out of these huddles. Again, thank you very much. And tune in next week for another episode of the Palliative and Infusion Huddle. Cheers. Have a great weekend.